Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here I've brought together my most powerful tips from the last decade plus partnering with small businesses on all things leadership, mindset, people and culture. Here my approach combines intuitive psychology, strategy, neuroscience and results-based coaching to unlock your highest potential. Step into your power and truly own your role as a leader so that you can spread the positive impacts of your purpose-led work everywhere. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a mindset and performance coach for purpose-led leaders. I'm a mama to two cheeky little munchkins. I'm a wine appreciator, nature-obsessed, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and I'm here to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it is all so possible. I hope that this podcast leaves you feeling lighter, more inspired, and more ready than ever to go out there and take actions on your big dreams and vision. I can't wait to dig in. See you in the podcast. Oh, good morning. I am so excited to share this podcast episode with you after attending my first ever guess my first ever proper retreat I, I obviously went to the Joe Dispenza conference which was which was a bit of a retreat as well um but this one felt a little bit different so I went to a three-day uh retreat down in the Nang Nangabush camp um so in dwelling up forest and it was called the metamorphosis retreat which i'm going to speak a little bit more on very soon and it was led by some incredible teachers called um stuart and cam watkins and stuart's wife joe and a yoga teacher called malika who's the yoga teacher of center space and it was just so delightful so nourishing and so oh grounding and just gosh soul supporting <laughs> i think you know what i mean by that it was basically three days out in the middle of the beautiful beautiful dwelling up forest like literally nestled right in there like if you've ever been out to Nangabush camp it's just like these beautiful big you know wooden buildings that are all warm and there's fireplaces everywhere we had like amazing healthy nourishing vegetarian food every day um yeah just like chats by the fire really like simple rustic beautiful accommodation there was 30 of us um all nestled um in this gorgeous building and it was like a mix of yoga meditation breath work cold water dips <laughs> which i'll speak a little bit about um in a second um, what else was there? Like just loads of chill time. Uh, it was like a spinal flow class cause, uh, Cam Watkins, one of the teachers is a physio. So I learned lots about the different parts of the spine and joints and all of that. And yeah, lots of just like chill time to just be, to make new friends, to chat and hang up, um, hang out and sort of share stories and, you know, learn from each other about 
what whatever's going on. You know, some people used that time to nap. Others went for walks and runs. Some read, some journaled. You know, it was just like a really, really beautiful mix. And while it was only three nights, it literally, it felt like time slowed down. Like I felt like I was in this vortex of just like, slowness and depth and just like that nourishing nature energy it's just so good isn't it like it literally felt like I was gone for like five or six days and basically why I wanted to share my reflections on this retreat was one i don't know if you've ever been on a retreat before this was my first ever one and i was a little bit nervous driving down because i just had no no idea what to expect um two i really want to run a retreat in the future um so at the moment i'm i'm i've got on my list to do lots of research (laughs) on um you know the best ones in wa so i can kind of like learn what I like, what I think works well, so I can lead some in the future. And um, I think as well, I just really want to share this theme of giving you permission to invest in yourself and to take a break and to really like give back to yourself because far out, I feel like a different person after just three nights. (laughs) Like I really came back feeling like my cup was so full. I felt so grounded. I felt, and I still feel so just connected to my true authentic like nature and you know, just this feeling like of earthiness and like that feeling of mama nature. Like I think I'm sure that you know the feeling. I think we've all had those moments, even though sometimes it can feel so far away. Um, Like I just feel so truly nourished from just moving my body a bit and breathing and just time to just be like, how often do we have that, right? And I, the, so the theme of the, of the retreat was metamorphosis, <laughs> which is really, really cool name. And basically it was all around this theme around, you know, the, the worm or the caterpillar emerging into the butterfly, which I don't know about you, but I remember learning about this when I was really, really young, like maybe kindy or whatever. And it's so funny because on Oscar's first day of kindy, they learned about the caterpillar emerging into the butterfly and they actually had like like a real caterpillar in a in a little basket with a net around it. And they actually watched the different stages of like the caterpillar moving into a butterfly. And when I got to come and pick him up from his first day at kindy, they were actually like um, releasing a butterfly up into the sky. And I was just like, oh my God, how cool is this? That this is what the kids get to learn about. Um, and then like Oscar was just telling me all about the chrysalis and I was like, no, no, it's called a cocoon. Um, and he's like, no, no, it's a chrysalis. And I was like, no, no, it's a cocoon. I was, I was like, the chrysalis is the butterfly. And 
little did I know I was totally wrong. So I was correcting my four-year-old and actually he is 100% correct. The caterpillar turns into the chrysalis and the chrysalis then turns into the butterfly. Um, so I was corrected by my four-year-old and um, I just thought it's it's so cool that like, I don't know, this theme tends to just be popping up a lot at the moment for me, which is why I wanted to speak about it. And I think it is just such a wonderful analogy, um, particularly given the little small intricacies in that transformation of the caterpillar turning into a butterfly, um, which I wanted to share a little bit with you in case you're a bit rusty on your knowledge of, <laughs> of what that process looks like, because I know I was. Because basically, so yeah, stage one is caterpillar, stage two is chrysalis, stage three is butterfly. And the caterpillar stage is what I would liken to when we are really identified with our egoic mind where we we don't notice that there's a difference between who we truly are like our true nature our true self like the awareness within us and our mind it's like you know the stage where we think we are our thoughts and we think we are our mind and that any thought that we have, we think that that thought is us, if that makes sense, um, which is what I would almost call like is the ego mind or the pre-consciousness stage. It's like the stage where you don't really realize that you have a mind because you think you are your mind. And then you, you know, sometimes this can happen through meditation or other ways when you start to recognize that, oh, hang on. If I can notice that I'm having thoughts, then who, like, what is, what is, and who is the part of me that notices that I'm having those thoughts? And it's that moment of recognizing that, hang on, if I can notice that I'm having a thought, then that means that, that there's a part of me that is aware of the thoughts, like, and who is that awareness? You know, it's that moment that you recognize that you aren't your mind or that you aren't your thoughts. Um, that then the, like the next stage of kind of transformation in your life occurs. So, so this first stage, the caterpillar stage or the ego mind stage or the, the pre-consciousness stage is um, when that little creature, that little caterpillar starts off in its life as an egg, like we all do. And it's from that place which a caterpillar emerges, right? <laughs> so we are the caterpillar. And that this wormy stage isn't necessarily glorious, right? Um, and that in fact, caterpillars can often be quite a nuisance. Like they eat all the things, they consume a garden, and they often wreak havoc as <laughs> a bit of a pest that they can actually destroy forests when, I don't know, if you think about that as an analogy for humans, like, yes, when we don't have any consciousness and we don't have any awareness of what we're doing, we can be real dickheads. Like we can be quite damaging in the world when we are completely identified with our ego and driven by our selfish ego desires. Like, I feel, just feel like that is so, so fitting. So that's the first 
stage is the caterpillar stage. And then from that caterpillar stage, it moves into the chrysalis stage. Thanks, Oscar. Not the cocoon stage, (laughs) which is kind of like that metamorphosis stage where it's a real state of transition. And what I would liken to the awakening of consciousness. So in the chrysalis, the caterpillar is not quite a caterpillar and it's also not quite a butterfly yet either it's in a it's in a state of transition it's kind of like in between two different worlds and in the chrysalis the caterpillar slowly but surely begins to shrink and to shed its skin and its organs start to dissolve essentially the caterpillar the old self begins to die. But then after a pause, a new creature begins to emerge, which is the butterfly, like the new self, right? So after the caterpillar has formed its chrysalis, it starts to dissolve and most of its cells die with only a few cells remaining which scientists call imaginal cells. Isn't that so cool? Like imagination, like imaginal cells. And these few cells start to switch off the instructions in their DNA that make a caterpillar and turn on the instructions to make a butterfly. Isn't that crazy? Thus a new new organism is created, which is nothing almost nothing like its old self. It's a new organism because the DNA is now executing a whole set of different plans to make a whole new body. Isn't that crazy and, and, and amazing? And I, and I just feel like there's so many similarities in the evolution of a human being from a consciousness and an identity standpoint. And while we don't physically shed our skin i think that there is a real transformation that occurs like in terms of like our neural pathways and our levels of awareness and just how we see the world and how we see ourselves like there's a real transformation there and i think even if you can reflect back on say 10 years ago and what you were like 10 years ago compared to what you're like right now and like your levels of awareness and how you saw the world and how you saw yourself, how you treated people, you know, all of those sort of things. Like I think that, I don't know, there's just so many, so many similarities there. And, and one of the pieces that I found so interesting in this whole analogy is that, so that new organism that like pre butterfly or whatever you want to call it, that new organism must, it must struggle and squirm a little bit within the chrysalis first in order to strengthen its wings for it to be able to fly. So if it doesn't squirm and struggle and kind of like, you know, shuffle about inside there, in order to break the chrysalis, it won't be strong enough to actually fly off as the butterfly. And isn't that great? Because 
I think that's a really, really great message that if you feel like you're in a stage of struggle, that you like, you feel like you're about to break through to this next level, that there is purpose in the struggle, that the struggle is there for a reason. It's there to strengthen you and that you're about to break through to your next level, right? You just got to be able to squirm and (laughs) squirm and struggle your way through. And I think it's also so cool to know that like in that chrysalis stage, if you just ripped off that chrysalis before that butterfly was ready, the, the butterfly wouldn't be able to fly, right? So you can't, you can't rip off that old skin too quickly. You have to be able to be patient. Otherwise you can be too exposed. It's like that new self that's growing from within needs time to integrate. It needs time to acclimatize. It needs time to be ready. And that if you try and rip off that old skin and step into that new self too quickly, it can do damage. It's like there's this really beautiful, perfect transformation process that's all happening in the most perfect set of time and that it it will occur and it is occurring no matter what, right? And that you can kind of like rest in that knowing that it's happening, that you don't have to rush it. And that that old skin will naturally fall away as it's ready. Once that, that, that inner self has kind of been activated, but it, it, it will take a little bit of struggle to finally rip off the bandaid or to rip off that old skin and emerge into the new self, that there will be some struggle in that in order to be strong enough to then, <laughs> to then fly. <laughs> Isn't that so cool? Oh, just, I had so many like big aha moments as I was kind of learning about this analogy. And I think that's why, you know, these deep dives, this, the deep work that you can do with yourself, with a therapist, with a coach, whatever, or like going on these retreats, I think that they can really help you shed the old skin and simultaneously nourish and reconnect with that new self within that you are awakening and embodying and emerging into. And that I think things like retreats can actually really help you accelerate that transformation process through adding, you know, extra, extra energy and extra consciousness to that process because I don't know. I think there's something so beautiful about retreats because if you if you think about like, you know, the hustle bustle day-to-day rat race of like go go go, the 9 to 5, the get things done, you know, the kind of just like go 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 without actually giving anything too much thinking or the pre-burnout of just like <clears throat> constantly being in default mode of just like ticking ticking boxes off and just getting things done, getting to work, checking the emails, coming home, you know, watching Netflix, <laughs> just repeating the same pattern over and over. It's like when you're in that, there's no space to really like get perspective on your life because you're in it. You're, you're deep 
in the rat race, you're deep in the go, 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 that it makes it very hard for you to, to break free and make any change because you, you're just in that cycle, right? And I, I was really feeling this before I went on the retreat. I was like, I know that there's some changes that I want to make in my life. Say, for example, I want to, I want to do more art and I want to get more creative. But for some reason, I just couldn't get myself to actually break free from some of my old habits. Like I couldn't get myself to just go to the art shop and go get some new materials. I'm like, what is going on here? And I feel like it's because I was just so caught in that cycle of go, go, go round and round, get the things done. And I think something like a retreat just breaks you free from the hold of what your life is like, right? It gives you a moment to actually step out of your nine to five, go, 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 and to actually then be able to look at your life from afar, to actually see it with perspective. It's almost like getting a bird's eye view on yourself, like being able to step out of yourself in a way. (laughs) And that was, that was so, so nourishing for me. So I think if I can share a couple of my big takeaways, so I'm not rabbiting on too much here. Biggest takeaways for me was deep, deep soul, body, heart, mind, like all the things, nourishment, nourishment of self. The other really big one for me was community. And community has been a topic and an area that has been emerging in a stronger way more and more as life has been going on. And I think I experienced it stronger than ever before on this, on this retreat and only three nights, right? (laughs) And what I mean by community is being surrounded by a group of people who are very like-minded, all on the same page and all there to just be to just be and to live and to enjoy and to support one another. Like I really felt like I was held by a group of people in just such a nourishing, fun and joyful way. And for me, this felt really, really particularly nice because I guess what I've noticed is that often I am the holder in my life. Uh, as a mama of two young kids, um, as a coach, you know, as a, sometimes a daughter or a friend, whatever, like often whether consciously or unconsciously, I feel like I can be this, the holder of space for others or the one supporting others or looking out for others. And this really felt like I was being held by others, that I was being supported by others without, you know, anything specific there. It just, the feeling of being in the group with others felt supportive, if that makes sense. Like I felt like I had permission to just be, to just be, to not do, to just be in that space. And, and that in itself was so nourishing. 
my my other <laughs> takeaway was so we did these cold water dips um in the the river right next right next to Nangabush camp so so freaking icy 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 cold and we did um we did like a special breathwork technique i think it was like the wim hof technique uh to kind of like get our bodies like fully charged ready to go um you know like feeling really powerful before we jumped in the water and so the first day that i did this um i jumped i <laughs> so i don't know if you're supposed to do this but i was like i'm just jumping in because if i like just walk in really slowly i'm probably going to chicken out so i'm like i'm just jumping in so i just jumped in um and i think i was like one of the first people to do it everyone else i should have followed suit like seeing what other people were doing because they were just like slowly going in because then it allows your body to kind of like acclimatize to the cold water <laughs> um but yes i decided to jump in um put my head under all the things and i felt this like you know it took my body a second to really recognize what was going on because at first i was like yeah i'm good and then i was like <gasps> And I just, I felt this kind of like, you know, this cold envelope me. And there was a split second there where I was about to go into panic, where I was about to go into, <laughs> you know, that kind of like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to die. <laughs> like that sort of feeling. And luckily they had, you know, pre, um, or they had prepped us on this before getting in the water. And they said, you will have this moment where you feel like the cold is taking over you. And in that moment, just continue to breathe super deeply into your belly, just slowly and deeply. And so I did that. I, I felt that moment of pre-panic. And then I just took this big, slow breath into my belly. And I felt calm. I felt so calm and so centered and so okay, even in that icy cold water. And that was an amazing, amazing takeaway for me because I realized that I've had this old story playing ever since I was, I don't know, I don't even know, high school or whatever, that, um, that I go into kind of like semi-panic whenever I go into cold water. Like I, I often go... <laughs> And I can feel myself like really getting kind of like hyped up. And I recognize just in that moment that actually I have full control over how I feel and that it all comes back to the breath and that I can, can control my breath and that the breath directs the body into how to feel. And so that means that I have control and direction over how I feel. And I was like, that's really freaking cool. Like that was a great takeaway for me because I think there's so many beautiful flow-ons to the whole rest of our life, right? And knowing that we've always got the breath as an anchor in any part of our life and that slow, deep breaths tell the body to slow down. It tells the body that we're safe and that we can always control our breath. And then day two, when we did the, when we could, when we did the cold dip, I was in there for 10 minutes and felt totally fine. So isn't that amazing how quickly the body adapts? So anyway, they were my biggest takeaways, you know, and I, th I think I really realized that when you recharge yourself, 
when you invest in yourself, when you recharge up your system, you recharge up your life and everyone in your life, like everyone that you touched in your life. Like I walked in after the retreat, I was so excited to see my family and my kids and I like literally bounced in the door and I just felt so lit up to be around them. And my husband and I, like our relationship and our connection has just felt so like gorgeous and more connected than ever before. And I think the key for me is now in really like integrating and maintaining this, right? Because the effects of the retreat won't last forever if I don't do anything about it. So for me, it was about like really using this new spark of energy to awaken new habits and new ways that will help me maintain that energy. So my commitment from the retreat was like an integration habit for me was around joining this new yoga studio and making a commitment to connect deeper with this new community, new community that I got to know, because I know that there's no doubt that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, right? So I know just naturally by me spending time with these people, I'll naturally grow into more of who I want to become. So yeah, it was bloody amazing. Invest in yourself, try out a retreat if you haven't, or even, you know, start small with just doing like a half day retreat. There's so many out there. And I have committed to, I'm going to run ones really soon. So I'm going to either do it like the late, like later this year or early next year, I'm going to run my first ever retreat. And it's going to be so freaking awesome. It's going to be out in the forest it's going to be like rustic. There's going to be fire and nature walks. It's going to be yoga, meditation, breath work, mindset work, lots of like connecting inwards, like creating your life and your business vision. There's going to be higher self work and like just chance for connection, like with both yourself and also just like making new friends with others and just having chats and laughs and just immersing in like that deep restorative nature of being in the forest and like making lots of yummy, delicious, healthy food and like soulful music, have some guest speakers come in. And I really want to mix it up with like both adventures, like, you know, going on abseiling or surfing or art or whatever, as well as that balance of like meditation. Essentially, I just want it to be a break from the rat race, a break from the hustle bustle and an opportunity to just be, you know, like to fill up your cup and just enjoy life and experience all the awesomeness that this life truly has to offer and to walk away feeling just so deeply and truly nourished inside and out. And I think that this is particularly awesome for anyone who feels like they are always the carer or the giver or the supporter of others in their lives. Like this is a chance to really give back to yourself and to fill up your cup and invest in you. So if you're interested, send me an email at hello at emmacampbell.com.au and let's make this happen. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed, I would just love it if you took one little minute to leave a quick review or even to share this potty with a friend who you think might benefit from its message. It's honestly hearing your feedback that keeps me going and helps me spread the word to get in the ears of other people just like you who are going through similar challenges and keen for a little bit of inspiration. Thank you so much. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you.